Welcome to Season 4 of E-Commerce Fastlane. This podcast helps resilient entrepreneurs thrive with Shopify. And now, on to Episode 152. You're listening to E-Commerce Fastlane, the podcast show to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company. Powered by Shopify. Listen to real conversations with partners and subject matter experts as they share proven practical strategies, platforms, and the best Shopify apps to help you accelerate your business. The time is now for you to improve efficiencies, grow revenue, profit, and lifetime customer loyalty. Please welcome your host, startup founder and strategic advisor, Steve Hutt. This episode is brought to you by Yachtpo SMS Bump, the leading SMS marketing solution for Shopify brands that are looking to build a top revenue channel. Delivering unbeatable conversions and click-through rates, SMS Bump will help your brand cut through the noise and boost sales. With SMS Bump, you can build powerful remarketing automations to recover abandoned carts or even reactivate customers who haven't shopped in a while. Special thanks to Advanced Segmentation Filters, you can create truly personalized campaigns that will speak to each and every one of your customers, bringing in over 25x ROI. You can engage in one-on-one conversations with customers and give them the personalized experiences and tailored support they crave. What's also great about SMS Bump is their integration with key partners such as Zendesk, Klaviyo, Just Uno, and many more, including Yachtpo's other solutions. Your audience can enjoy an always-on, omni-channel experience on the channel they prefer. It's incredibly easy to download SMS Bump for free and set it up in less than five minutes. This is the only text marketing app you will ever need for your Shopify brand. And now, as an e-commerce Fastlane listener, you get a one-month free trial on their paid plan. So check them out today. Click the link in the show notes, visit the Shopify app store or ecommercefastlane.com forward slash SMS bump and see why over 90,000 other brands choose SMS bump. Well, hey there, it's Steve and welcome back to the e-commerce Fastlane podcast. Now, if this is your first time listening, this is an e-commerce show where we have honest and transparent conversations about building and thriving with your store powered by Shopify or Shopify Plus. And if you're an ambitious lifelong learner, then you're in the right place today. New episodes are available twice weekly with your favorite podcast players like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and many more. You can also stream current episodes, including a very relevant back catalog, directly from ecommercefastlane.com. Now, my guest in today's episode is actually a second time he's been on the show. His name is John Chow, and he is the co-founder of a data marketing platform that I highly recommend, and it's called Segments. And what they are is they're a self-guided marketing analytics platform that helps Shopify brands to increase your marketing ROI, your return on investment. And they have a one-click segmentation that's paired with actionable insights. This is data that's pulled right out of your Shopify store 
first party data and they give you some actionable insights. It's really amazing. It's a great conversation. I know there's going to be a ton of learnings like the last episode a year and a bit ago. And please make sure you listen to the end of this episode because there is an amazing exclusive listener only bonus that's available just for those listening into the episode today. So, so hi, John. Welcome to e-commerce Fastlane. Hi, Steve. So nice to be back. Absolutely. So there may be those that don't know the segments and the Trestle's name of the main company. Segments is the product wildly popular now on Shopify. I think it was in the early stage of the year and a bit ago when I first had you on with, you know, 50, 100 so customers just want to beta testing it. Now, you know, upwards of a thousand or more now are actively using your tool. And so let's talk for those that don't know what you do. Let's talk on a high level first. What do segments do and the problems that you're now solving for Shopify brands? Yeah, it's been an amazing journey so far. Just started out with like a few stores uh, on Shopify, figuring our way around the ecosystem to now with over um, you know thousands of installs and helping uh, really large brands on solving their day-to-day challenges. But on a high level, Segments helps Shopify store owners uh, uncover hidden revenue potentials from their data uh, using pre-built customer segmentation and actionable marketing uh, insights. All right, so we take you know Shopify data directly from your store analyze the historical trends to dig into the customer insights better, right? So like looking at what customers are more likely to buy, what customers are more likely to churn, which products are they more likely to buy next, and even the best times to reach out and send personalized marketing campaigns to increase conversions. Yeah, I love it. And that's one thing that I always uh, talk to brands about. And I think the whole idea of lifecycle marketing, I think, is on a lot of people's radar. They kind of understand, like, on a high level, the concept around it. The challenge they have is they just don't know, maybe using spreadsheets, but they just don't know how to get that data out. How do you understand the frequency, um, the monetary value, what people are buying, and then the relationships between active customers at-risk customers and churned customers who they've only bought once or twice, didn't buy a third time. This is all available now. And I think it's really, really, really exciting. So I'm hoping it's hard sometimes in a podcast to, to talk about exactly what the tool does. I'm hoping I'm, I'm able with your help to articulate exactly what the tool can do and how I know it's helping so many brands. So let's pivot a little bit over to your journey because I think it's important to kind of set the stage a bit about a founder why they're building a certain piece of software and kind of the history kind of leading up to it, the education and kind of past and why we're here today talking about this tool. So if you can maybe just share with the audience about, you know, you and your co-founder and just the desire and the expertise around creating this platform. I've been doing data science for about 16 years now. Started with master's in statistics at Stanford to helping Fortune 100 companies like Walmart, Target, PepsiCo, Best Buy to do demand forecasting and price optimization while I was at IBM Dementech. And then I've had also experience at a digital marketing agency segmenting customers using social media data, right? Uh, using Facebook, Twitter data, creating different type of uh, user segmentation and clusters uh, based on interests. Then I was at LinkedIn building machine learning models to help sales and marketing teams that increase conversions by 20%. While I was at LinkedIn, I saw firsthand how the best companies in the world operationalize their data insights for growth. Through everything, what I really understood is that data doesn't run businesses themselves. Humans do, right? You and I, uh, the people day-to-day running the operations. And it's this interaction between humans and data that isn't natural. And that's the part that is usually the difficult part. And that's why Tony and I co-founded Trestle, to make marketing easier. 
with data. And the number one thing, like honestly, just working with thousands of merchants, like the number one thing we hear from our customers is that data sometimes is too complex and they don't know how to take action. So when we designed segments, we took a different approach, right? We just said like, hey, you know, like if you had a question, you would go on Google and search, right? So how can we help merchants find the answers to their top questions and use data to help them take action and improve their marketing? That's the approach we took with segments. So let's talk about the differences because I think there's some people going to say, hey, well, there's some things going on right now in the Shopify admin and the analytics tab, and there's some lots of details and reporting and things going on. So this, this is your first party, we're going to call it Shopify data. There's also marketing automation tools out there. One popular one is Klaviyo that people use. Some people use it for SMS, but it's big for, for email and segmenting and you know marketing to these people through email or the channel of their choice. But then there's segments. And so it'd be interesting to understand, I, I'd almost call it the one, two, three punch, but like, why do these seem to all kind of work together? And what are the differences between these three? So you have Shopify, first party data, analytics, then you have Clavio, <laughs> you have the segments app pulling in this data. And I know actually connecting to Clavio. So let's talk about all those kind of pieces together and how they all work. Sure. This comes up all the time. Like our customers actually ask, oh, why do I need this? Right. If I already have um, Shopify or if I have Clavio, but the thing is Shopify analytics, it's good, right? Like you get this for free with Shopify, which is amazing, right? Not many platforms gives you like deep uh, type of uh, analytics right out of the box and Shopify does that for you, right? It gives you live everyday metrics that helps you understand uh, the basis of how your store is doing, right? It gives you real-time feedback on those e-commerce operating metrics. But what Shopify analytics isn't, what it doesn't want to do is that it's not meant to be a marketing analytics platform, right? This is where segments comes in and you can actually go and learn about your customer journey, you can compare different customer cohorts, you get the lifetime value, discover product trends and replenishment cycles uh, to increase sales, right? Furthermore, it doesn't give you any functionality around creating customer segments, right? That's what we offer right out of the box with you get 30 plus uh, lifecycle segmentations, RFM, uh, product purchase segmentations, um, just with our, our software. And for Clavio, this is also a very, very good one, right? Because Clavio is very popular in Shopify, and it's a very powerful email automation platform that has a rich set of features. You can build email campaigns, trigger-based flows, and that just helps you reach your customers and generate um, you know, those email revenue. But for segments, we actually fulfill a completely different use case, right? Which is that it's the data intelligence piece that helps you uncover uh, revenue potentials with our automated segmentation and product insights, right? Like what people buy in their first basket, what do they buy next? And then being able to plug and play some of those segments directly into Clavio uh, with our integration with their API, right? It solves the you don't know what you don't know problem, right? And so actually two thirds of our customers are actually using Clavio to basically turbocharge their email marketing using this, the insights from segments. We're kind of like this intelligence layer sitting between the data uh, from Shopify and then the, your email marketing platforms. Yeah, I love that. You know, one thing too that I didn't even think about or mention was the fact that there's even ways of, you know, if you understand a certain cohort of customers, let's say they're an at-risk 
customer, meaning they've made one-time purchase, but statistically they haven't made their second purchase yet based on a significant cohort of people. And then knowing that, see, Clavio wouldn't know that. So if you knew that, then the next thing is that, well, um, other than maybe email or SMSing those people and offering them some kind of an incentive to saying, hey, it's time to become a second-time purchaser and being active with the two-times purchase, there are ways of sending that out to Facebook or to Google um, and directly marketing those people. So I think you can export the email addresses that can be imported into the platform of your choice, Facebook likely being the biggest one. And then from there, just creating a campaign and saying, okay, our campaign this month is going to be these cohort of people that are at risk of churning. They haven't made their second purchase yet. From my perspective, it really does bridge the gap, so to speak, between like you said, the data, but then the human element. And so the data is showing it that, hey, these people have bought one time, but they're at risk of not buying a second time. What can the human do creative-wise to create an asset that can be marketed to? And I think that's a real exciting opportunity. The key of it all to data, I think, is that we want to make data more compassionate and human so brands and marketers can take action. And what we mean by that is like, for example, the lifecycle journey, this is like front and center of our software. What we did is we segmented the customers into 12 mutually exclusive buckets, right? So on the vertical, you have people who have bought zero times, one time, two time, and three times or more, what we call the loyal customers. And then to the right, conversion rate increases the longer they lapse since the last order. And so at any given moment, all of your customers can only be in any one of these buckets. And so a lot of our customers have like no idea just like how many people they have that have bought once and are at risk today. And sometimes when we show this grid, we show this um, journey to them, they're like really surprised. And then their you know, light bulbs start going off in their, light, in their head like, oh, I got to do something, right? Like, what about these little children customers? You know, then they start thinking about that really, I feel like brings to the front what it means to do lifecycle marketing, which is just like, I feel like the core of it all. Um, and we've just tried to make RFM really simple into this lifecycle journey that everybody kind of sink their teeth into and start building that into their email platforms, into their marketing flows. I'm going to make sure in the show notes for this episode, I'm going to have a screenshot of, because I have quite a few brands that have made the segments choice. I'll kind of blur out who the brand is, but every single time I present the grid of saying, hey, this is your store data displayed in cohorts so exactly what you said so zero one two or more um, and then uh, horizontally across the top of active at risk and churn when you show this to somebody to a brand they instantly get it and then the wheels <laughs> the hamster wheel starts going in their brain okay how do i get more of these two times loyal customers uh-huh you're right well you could do a lot of different things as far as lookalike audiences once again once you've set through this tool, once you're able to have these customers compartmentalized into their own exclusive cohort, active, like this is an active piece of software that's running in real time, then all of a sudden you can say, yes, let's run a campaign to find more loyals. Or these people have been three times they've purchased from us, but they've churned. What can I do to market to those people? And so it just gives the marketer or the brand owner some opportunity to step back for a second look at the data from a, you know, visually and then going, okay, how do we market to those people? So I think it's pretty, it's pretty exciting stuff. So I'm going to pivot a bit over to the Shopify plus side, because I know there's been some 
interesting write-ups for the 2020 kind of e-commerce kind of guide. Both Shopify Core and Shopify Plus have released some really great content to really, I guess, set the stage on what we believe and where Shopify believes the market is headed. Just, you know, through the 2020 pandemic, people are taking vaccines. Things are starting to open up a bit now in 21, but I just would love to understand, I don't know, just some examples and some things that you see about like how brands are increasing sales now through segmentation. 100%. Yeah. So uh, last year was really strange, right? Like, I mean, after COVID hit, there was a period of uncertainty and we were looking at the stores. We were looking at the uh, stores data and there's definitely some stores that really took a hit uh, because they couldn't ship product or they couldn't get products refilled to their store for sales. But then there are other stores that just took off, right? Like there were some stores that just really, really doubled tripled their sales or doing Black Friday type of volume in like April and May. And then, I don't know if you remember this, but like in the summer, there was almost kind of like a period where the ad costs started rising and CAC was through the roof. And so a lot of customers came back like, wait, I have to rethink my strategy and I got to do more retention marketing because uh, now it doesn't make sense for me to do acquisition marketing. We were actually featured in one of those uh, Shopify Plus marketing materials for Omnichannel for segmentation and then for the future e-commerce for, for retention. What we noticed was that when you buy a second time, you're so much more likely to buy the third time and onwards. Like we did this uh, buyer segmentation and we were able to see like people who did a second purchase are 60% more likely to basically buy again versus the people who were at one time. Those numbers really speaks to building a brand and building those lifetime relationships that are long-term profitable. And so some of the things that we did through this time was we worked with um, Ilya Beauty and they really had a really deep question that they're really interested in, right? So working with their VP of digital marketing, right? Albert was always saying like, hey, we had anecdote evidence. Like we talked to our customers, we had our um, sales agents and they tell us these things, but we know people tend to come back, like for example, between three to six months, but that's a really wide range, right? Like we don't know exactly when they're coming back. Then what we did was we went back and we took a look at all the repeat purchase, right? All the replenishment timings. Are people coming back for the same product or coming back for different product lines? When they do, when does that happen? What is like the mean, like the average, or when is the mode where like most people have repurchased, right? And so what we did was like we created for every single product line, we were able to give them precise timings for all of their different product purchases. This is so cool. Like what they did was they went back and then they they like tweaked all of their post-purchase flows, right? They, now it becomes like a, a multi-branched uh, flow. And then they were able to like bake in those precise timings and tweak every single one of those product lines differently instead of like a, gatch, a catch-all. And they saw like significant lifts in terms of early repurchase rates and also recoveries uh, from those customers who probably would have not purchased, you know, had they waited too long. I think what adds to that too is because when we were talking about the differences between Shopify, Segments, and Clavio, with Clavio, what's interesting is that you know they don't consider the RFM modeling around all of this in statistical significance and then the comparisons of products that are being purchased. And so it's interesting that this is what they have done where they've kind of 
you know, just looked at the data and then now changed their flows. I don't know. It's just so interesting to me because I think this is the challenge that's in the marketplace right now. Instead of having just kind of generic but important flows based on a customer journey through an email marketing tool, no, we're, we're, we're actually looking at your store and your data. And then this way, looking at all of that, you're right. You could really change the flows of everything, of the recovery flows. Of You could change things about, well, how do I get people to come back to the store? These re-engagement sequences. But now they can be triggered when they're supposed to be triggered based on what the data is telling you, not what some guru is telling you online about when it's probably a good time based on health and beauty to want to re-engage with someone who hasn't purchased before. How about looking at your data and making those decisions? That's exactly it. I mean, this is what I was talking about earlier about making data more compassionate, be able to answer those top questions, right? No two stores are alike. And why should they be running the same email campaigns at the same times? Absolutely not, right? And so like with segments, you're really able to peel the onion back and just kind of give second order, third level type of insights and calculations that will really help you optimize different parts of the flows. So let's talk a little bit about results because I think those are obviously very important. So I think those listening today get it. We look at your store data and there's some actionable insights through some playbooks and things and some connections to Klaviyo and being able to export out to some of the social channels. That's all important, but let's talk about the results part of it. So what can a Shopify brand expect to see if you add on the segments app to their store? I love talking about this part because when we actually create these uh, pre-built segments, you will actually be able to see there are segments within your audience, within your email audience right now, that are probably opening email at like double your average open rates. If your average open rates is, let's say, 28%, which a lot of um, people are maybe right around there, you'll be surprised that you have like some segment of your audience that's opening at like 35 45% and clicking and purchasing at a lot higher rates. And we're talking about those active loyal customers, right? And so um, our customers on average have seen like a 30% increase in their email CTR, 40% increases in some of the month over month sales, and you know, 50% increase in a return on advertising spend for Facebook with some of their lookalike and uh, targeting campaigns. It's not magic. It's honestly just understanding which ones of your customers are buying and which ones are not, and then employing a different strategy to different parts of the grid, right? To different parts of the life cycle. One of our customers, White River, they used the first purchase timing to align their abandoned cart flows, right? And so they were doing something before based on, you know, rule of thumbs or defaults. And when they saw that almost 87% of customers who signed up and didn't buy happened within the first hour, he was like, what am I doing waiting, you know, three hours, right? And so he tweaked his campaigns uh, and he did multifaceted uh, approach with like email, SMS, and push. And he was able to get a 51% open rate on their abandoned cart flows, 11% click-through, and 10% conversion rate, which like blows uh, what was like the, those Clavio has some good benchmarks, right? They actually shared benchmarks in their webinars and tell you what's good. And 2.8% was something that was considered was pretty good for abandoned cart flows. So that just completely blew that out of the water. And that's all because it's being segmented to the correct customer at the right timing, not just a generic one. Any other examples that you can think of? Uh, yeah, there was another customer like Facebook ads. I mean, this is like the blackest black box of them all, right? Like this is the, what, the thing that everybody is trying to figure out. With Facebook, we're able to get good results in terms of look like audience and also uh, direct to product ads. And it's not secret. It's basically just using your first party data 
and find out which customers are most valuable, right? So with segments, you're able to get at the person level, every customer, you have a CLV that is predicted. And then you can then aggregate that up to a segment level and export it for Facebook. And why is this helpful? Is because Facebook uses pixels. You know, everybody knows Facebook pixels works for the most part. Sometimes they don't fire. But maybe a lot of people don't know is it does a 28-day attribution and it usually expires in you know, 30 days or 90 days. So it does not have the long-term memory of all of your customers' historical purchases. This is a lot of people miss this point. And so with segments, we understand that these are the customers that are most valuable to your brand, not to any general e-commerce store on Facebook. Uh, if you get Facebook a really good seed, you know the best customers, and use that to build lookalike audiences, then it's not a surprise when you actually see much better results because Facebook is good at finding people that look like that with their uh, lookalike audience building. Let's talk about a data team because you have a data team obviously built into segments. There's a lot of great talent. There's not just you and your co-founder. There's, there's Your team is really growing and I, I think it's really exciting. And you did mention, I know for sure in our previous episode about the fact that you work alongside brands almost like an extension of their data team. Are you able to share some examples of how segments and a Shopify brand can work together kind of cohesively? Sure. I mean, our enterprise uh, customers, Working with our data scientists like is so core to our experience because we really feel like the, the human element is really important in helping our brand sort of achieve a great result. In a way, we don't actually want to be like this AI, you know, kind of feeling cold and distant. We want to be there with you, you know, in the trenches, understanding your business needs and then giving you the answers that you, um, that you want, right? So with our enterprise customers, what we did, which is, uh, I think, pretty unique is that we have a direct Slack channel with our customers, they get to invite their staff, they get to invite their marketers onto the channel with us. And together, we basically tackle their challenges, uh, answering strategic questions, almost just like they have their data team next to them. A lot of the things we did go all the way up, right? Like for, for like board meetings or investor meetings, they wanna look at, for example, like how is subscription LTV changing? How's churn? How's cohort retention? How's your, our sampling strategies working? How is our gift worth purchase campaigns working? Is our uh, limited release drops bringing in new customers as well as repeat customers? Analyzing different areas of Zendesk tickets or support agents, do those increase customer lifetime value and so on and so forth, right? Like there's like a million questions that our brands have and there's no way that they could get that without just any out of the box solution. And so with us just kind of be there we already learned their data like we have their access to the shopify store data and so what we're missing is knowing the ins and outs of their business contacts and they're able to provide that along with our data science and we make a good analysis reports to help them drive the business forward i've noticed that um with a few other brands uh that i've kind of turned them on to the segment solution i've noticed that that yeah you guys really have this white glove kind of enterprise uh, side of it too for those that are a good fit but there really is an education component because you know typically enterprise clients typically they have a lot of the skill sets but they just want to know how can i maximize and execute at the highest level there's a lot of competition you're using things like cac you know increasing this customer acquisition cost and you know that people really need to focus on retention marketing well this is the way to do it this is 
a little bit of a hand-holding opportunity, you know, through the segments team to be able to have access to a data science and a team. And then, you know, with the Slack channel, now these people have direct access to understanding your data. You know, they're going to ask the right questions surrounding your brand and what does great look like? And then uh, some best practices. You have the inside scoop, you know, with thousands of people connecting to uh, segments you know what great looks like also. So you can offer anonymously some really great insights about what sort of things you may want to work on based on the segment of market that you're involved in. If you're in the food and beverage market or if you're in the CPG market or fashion, there are certain very interesting nuances. But I think getting access to your team through Slack um, as part of an enterprise tier, I think it's like fantastic. So (laughs) kudos to you on that. It's very similar to what you do with the, the Tashava MSMs, right? Like you guys are there basically the, the supporting all the plus merchants and giving them relevant tips, you know, recommendations, and then just kind of being their backbone to their big business operations, right? Just giving them time recommendations. We're kind of the same when, where we can, but only for the data questions, right? It's fascinating because there's some of the questions that they ask. It's like so intriguing. Like it's like pushing the envelope on some of their strategies. And then they, you know, they rely on us for the data support pieces to be able to drive the business forward and start testing these these um, techniques and things like that. So, I love it. I, I absolutely love being part of the <laughs> the enterprise customer's journey. Cool. It sounds like uh, they also probably help with your roadmap <laughs> based on the questions they ask. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like the product journey was something that kind of started with with um, you know one of our customer enterprise customers as well. Like just understanding what people buy first, what are they more likely to buy next, and then understanding the timing in between all of those and the percentages uh, of those paths. Like that really helps kind of set the product um, development or sales strategies in place by learning from the successful paths well, from your repeat purchases. So let's talk about the uh, future for segments. I know it's been iterated. I mean, it's been a year and a bit since I've last chatted with you. And But I, I mean, I have firsthand knowledge because I have brands using it and I'm always digging around um, as part of my my conversations with brands, right? I'm like, hey, did you know? And, and so a lot of times, a lot of brands that I have, they I, I literally take a screenshot and go, okay, just so you know, are you, are you working on this and you need to add this and you think about this? So I'm very actively involved in kind of your roadmap, but it would just be nice to share for those that are maybe new to the segments world um, and just RFM, this recency, frequency, monetization, life cycle-y conversations. Can you share some of your North Stars or like what sort of things are you working on for the rest of the year uh, for Shopify brands? My biggest thing is helping brands be able to take action on the insights that we have and the segments we, we create. We actually just launched the V2 of our app uh, just recently. And so uh, it's not just the CN lift, it's not just a better UI, it's honestly better tech everywhere all around, like a brand new experience, it's faster, the queries return faster. You know, There's actually a lot of improvement in terms of the filtering and being able to find the segments that you want quickly. And with V2, we really wanna give our customers a better, more interactive experience uh, by aligning a lot of the marketing actions to an insight into a segment. You will start to see a lot more uh, playbooks, uh, marketing objectives being uh, sprinkled in, you know, text explanations on everything, videos where we can to really help you drive home the, the actionability of every single piece of insight and every single segment that we create. That is the most important thing for us. For this year, uh, we're also planning a couple of things, right? Like I think you just barely scratch the surface in terms of the sort of the analytics, uh, the advanced machine learning stuff that we can do in terms of like product recommendations, order timing segmentation wise, 
Uh, there's a ton of like customer behavior stuff that we have not yet uh, introduced. And so those will be definitely be rolled out um, later this year. In terms of integrations, we understand, like we get it, you want to push these segments to other channels. And so we will be looking at adding channels to integrating with Facebook and Google, as well as uh, maybe uh, integrating with Shopify more deeply and probably um, looking at different, maybe another uh, SMS channel or like a messenger channel. So you can move the segments to all different places that you do your marketing day to day. This is great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I did look at uh, V2 just recently too. I know there was kind of a pre-release just with the dashboard, but now with the full release now, yeah, it really is quite impressive. The UI part is great. And I think that's helpful because I, I, I find, yeah, I just really great work because I think the challenge is, is that adoption of some technology, unfortunately, maybe on some parts, because I think there's some great technology that just look ugly, but I think there's benefits in having a visually compelling dashboard that you resonate with. You're more apt to want to use it weekly and go in and see where you're at. And I think that's one thing you've definitely leveled up the visual component to it. But then obviously there's the power component now of like, well, how are we connecting to Clavio or what sort of, you know, segments and cohorts just because it's visually compelling. So you're, you you want to get involved with the tool more because it just looks better. Um, you get excited about it. now you have color and like, it's just, it's really interesting <laughs> what you've done. So absolutely love it. It's a bit of subtraction, actually, honestly. Like, I think we, when we built V1, we just wanted to give our customers everything, right? Like, we just had like, okay, this insight is super helpful. Let's get this out the door. But with V2, we can take the time to really rethink our user journey for our customers, right? Like, how are they going to find, for example, like, oh, I want to do uh, Facebook ads and I need to figure out what products uh, I should be promoting. Okay, so maybe this is the insight you need to look at, which is the first purchase product cohorting. Right. And then understanding those type of like actions and the story that our customers care about and aligning that better with our dashboard. I think to us, that's what making data more human uh, and making data more compassionate means uh, is to just not throw a bunch of charts and numbers in your face, but honestly, take the time to organize everything, keep it simple, keep it light and then but align with the stories that you care about. One uh, report in your analytics tab that I massively love because it's important about monitoring your KPIs, your key performance indicators. And there's certain ones, average order value or average revenue per user and repeat customer and churn rate. And, you know, there's lots of interesting KPIs that every brand should be monitoring. What's great about your executive summary, you talk about subtraction. This is an amazing thing that I'm glad is, is, is really here because it does highlight right away out of the box, certainly in the last 30 days in comparison to year over year and kind of where you're at in the positive or negative changes and where you need to focus more. But I love the overall, um, the customers and orders and net revenue and profit and gross margin and all the basics and then all the acquisition channels, you know, like new signups, new customers, your concurrent conversion rate over the filtered period orders and discounts and and all that as it relates to acquisition i think is fantastic and then you know activating customers figuring all that out and then the retention strategies i think is so interesting because you know that's really where i think the power is it's like understanding repeat customers and the repeat customer return rate and orders and all that part it's so interesting and and you highlight certain pieces so i think um for those that are hardcore on the front lines doing marketing i think this is a really great report weekly to have a look at but also i could 
could see the C-suite. You know, if you're a larger brand, you may be going into the enterprise tier. I think there's value in not having to figure out how to get all these reports together. Let's just, it's already available for you in the tool, exportable. I'm sure there's a PDF option or an email option. There's lots of stuff available here, but I think this is really great. And these are all the KPIs as a merchant success manager. These are the sort of things that I monitor that I believe are important. And it's nice to have these talking points. It's built into the tool, ready to go. If you can't measure it, you know, you can't improve it, right? Said by Peter Drucker. So it starts with measuring it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. We could talk forever probably, but we are nearing the end for today. Um, any closing comments or do you have any takeaways that you would like to leave with our listeners? You know, I've been doing data science for such a long time. And what I've come to realize is that, you know, data does not create value by itself, right? It's really what you do with it that can transform, you know, businesses and industries. We're entrepreneurs making the enterprise great data intelligence accessible for Shopify entrepreneurs, right? Like I truly believe with um, the self-guided platform, the more brands will be able to take data-driven actions uh, that they never thought was possible uh, because they thought the technology was locked away with you know, large retail and high-tech companies. I had this quote that I want to share with you from one of our long-term clients. What he said was like, with segments, uh, the guessing is replaced with science. When you have science on your side, you will always make more money. And that just makes me smile every single time, uh, mostly because I'm kind of a math nerd. <laughs> so yeah, that's just really funny. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. So how can people learn more about segments? Where, where can they go and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so uh, you can find our app in apps.shopify.com slash segments. You can find our landing page at https tresl.co, that's T-R-E-S-L dot C-O. And I understand uh, you uh, would like to offer a listener-only promotion. We chit-chatted kind of offline in the green room. And this is an amazing offer. So thank you to all for listening in um, to this whole episode. I think it's uh, hopefully you've learned that Segments is a pretty amazing tool you know, built by a great team of people that are really here honestly wanting to help you understand your data and helping you action that data. But I would love to share uh, the offer that you've put together today. For sure, yeah. So for all the e-commerce Fastlane listeners, we're excited to offer a 30-day free trial of segments. Uh, this will give you a, a ton of data insights and opportunity to see the value of what we're building here and see how you can actually operate in your lifecycle marketing to generate more conversions. And as well, as a bonus, we're going to do a free 15-minute consultation with one of our data scientists. Um, just mention yeah, e-commerce Fastlane doing onboarding. So what I'll do is I'll redirect the landing page. So it'll be ecommercefastlane.com forward slash segments. That will redirect to the landing page that John has put together uh, with that offer. So being able to get the 30-day free trial, really this will give you ample, because I think it's 14-day free trial on Shopify's app store. This will give you an extended trial for 30 days. You can actually see your data and figure out how you can add it to your weekly workflow. And then having a 15-minute consultation with one of your team members, I think is very interesting too, because then um, you can have specific conversations for 15 minutes about once the data has been ingested into segments, okay, great, now what do I do? Yes, there's playbooks and videos and different things to do, but I think when you actually have a little bit of handholding, I think it's pretty cool that you can do that and then it's like very actionable, like, hey, with my company and my order data and what segments is revealing, what should I do? And you're gonna help people uh, go through that learning curve and then um, if they choose to be a customer, that's great. They're an enterprise tier, getting access to your Slack channel, I think that's like amazing. Yeah, I just thank you, John, for really coming on the show today. You know, I mean, you know this a lot about Shopify. Like 
really their mission is to make commerce better for everyone. And uh, again, it's clear to me that you and the segments team really are in tight alignment with, you know, really wanting to help Shopify brands, improving efficiencies, um, you know, growing revenue and, you know, LTV really with understanding, as you say, understanding and the human component of actioning your data that really lives inside your admin. I just wanted to thank you for, you know, again, coming on the show. You're giving back to the ecosystem, your knowledge and your vision. This 30-day free trial is like amazing. So I recommend everybody, please, please, please uh, go and check it out. And thanks for giving back again to the Shopify ecosystem. No, of course. Thank you for having me, Steve. Like, it's just such a pleasure every time we chat. So <laughs> hopefully it'll be a uh, regular thing. Yeah, I we'll have to do an annual. I'm going to go and update my calendar invite right now and we'll make it an annual event. <laughs> All right, John, have yourself a great day. Okay, thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Yachtpo SMS Bump, the leading SMS marketing solution for e-commerce brands looking to build a top revenue channel. Built for compliance, SMS Bump helps you recover carts, launch targeted campaigns, and engage in truly conversational commerce. Join over 90,000 businesses that use SMS Bump to build meaningful relationships with their customers and sell online. So check them out today. Click the link in the show notes, visit the Shopify app store or ecommercefastlane.com forward slash SMS Bump and see why over 90,000 other brands choose SMS Bump. Well, that's it for today's episode. I'd like to thank you personally for being a loyal listener of e-commerce Fastlane. It's my hope that this podcast is offering you a ton of value through growth strategies, tactics, and exclusive insider tips on the best Shopify apps and marketing platforms, all with my personal goal to help you build, manage, grow, and scale a successful and thriving company powered by Shopify. Thanks for investing some time today and listening to the show. I'm so proud and excited that you have a growth mindset and are a constant learner. I truly appreciate you and your entrepreneurial journey. Enjoy the rest of the week and keep thriving with Shopify.